Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Brought to you by the first ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Hello, friends. Jack, Flight School O'Brien here, uh, also known as Jack. Still can touch Ned if I get a running start and haven't eaten heavy breakfast, O'Brien. Uh, both nicknames that I go by inviting you to check out miles and Jack got mad boosties for a weekly basketball conversation with me and my co-host from the daily zeitgeist miles gray. We are joined by comedians, writers, podcasters, and fellow NBA fans. As we discuss the latest news and events from around the league, check it out. Miles and Jack got mad boosties brought to you by the first ever Toyota grand Highlander. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on v Welcome back. DraftKings Casino brings you a new era of your favorite games. Blackjack, roulette, slots, live dealer table games, huge wins. As always, a player bet $10 and won 85000 on Divine Fortune. Another player bet $20 and won over 40 grand on 777 Surge. Download the app. New customers can have their choice of either deposit bonus up to $2,000 or $50 in free credits. When you deposit $5 signing up, download the DraftKings Casino app. Use code VEASAN to claim the offer. Dra- Casino.draftkings.com for full details. We are loaded to the gills today. NFL divisional round. And uh, we'll get the some perspective here from the other side of the counter as Thomas Gable joins the program, he is the director of the Race and Sportsbook at the Borgata in Atlantic City. Thomas, good morning. Thanks for the time today. How are you? Good morning, gentlemen. Great to be with you. Yeah, I always find uh, this discussion fascinating. Like, for example, you know, during the pandemic when we had nothing to, to bet on, the Russian ping pong became so popular in certain uh, jurisdictions. And out here, I'm guessing that Sunday's game between the Cowboys and the 49ers, the popularity of that game in Las Vegas will just be ridiculous, Thomas. But of course, you're based in AC. So how popular is this Philadelphia and New York Giants game right now? Uh, it's it's going to be off the charts. I mean, we're probably doing five times the business on that game as we are any of the other three games. And, you know, again, these are 
these are divisional round playoff games. So every single game, you know, you're writing a ton of business on, but this Philadelphia Giants game is going to be just huge uh, because it's the two big customer bases that make up Atlantic City. You know, it's New York and Philadelphia. That's where, you know, 90%, I would say, of the customers in Atlantic City come from, uh, those two markets. So it, it kind of sets up the perfect storm here for us on a, on a playoff uh, weekend on a Saturday night. Uh, I walked in to work Monday morning, this past Monday morning. I was told, well, there's no seats available for Saturday. Everything's already booked up. Mm. So it's going to be uh, – it's definitely going to be a big one. And, you know, right now we have – we. We haven't moved off the seven and a half. Philly, Philly's favored by seven and a half. Um, the the total forty eight right now, and uh, again we slightly up from where we opened at forty seven, but a little bit more Giants money currently. Getting that hook, I think, is um, is certainly favorable for for the Giants backers. But I expect this to be pretty evenly bet, um, and you know unless some giant casino player comes in and, you know, drops a half a million wager on one of the sides, Uh which certainly could be the case. I mean, you never know when something like that could happen, but I I see this game being pretty evenly bet with for us. And it's just going to be uh, the, the Eagles teaser liability tied to the chiefs uh, in the early game. I mean, that was obviously the, the very popular teaser play for, for this weekend. And that's not going to be just for us. That's going to be probably for any sports book across the country. They're going to have teaser liability uh, on on the Chiefs and and the Eagles. But uh, I mean, when you look at these teams with the Eagles and Giants, uh, Philly is pretty much on paper they are the better team in almost every area. They have the better offensive line. They have the better defense. They have the better quarterback. They have better skill position players. Yeah. Maybe you give the Giants a slight edge at running back with, with Barkley. But I think the one thing that people are counting on with, with the Giants is what they've seen from, from Brian Dable. He has this team playing as good as they possibly can. And uh, he's been a tremendous game manager for them. And uh, you know, I, I give him a lot of respect for what he's done for, for this Giants organization in year one. Uh, I certainly think they, they're going to have a bright future. Um, nobody expected them to be here at this point, but Philly just is just a much, much better team. And, you know, the fan base here for Philly, they're still uh, backing them uh, like crazy. We had last Friday, we had a family, a family come in, father, mother, and son. The mother comes up to the counter first, puts 5000 uh on the Eagles at six to one to win the Super Bowl. The son comes up right behind her, does the exact same wager, and then the father comes over the top and puts forty thousand <laughs> on the Eagles Super Bowl. So, you know, just another family Jesus. day out at Borgata. <laughs> yeah, right. Thousand Eagles Super Bowl futures. <laughs> That's great. Thanks for sharing that. That's awesome. What is from from a fan standpoint, uh, and also for business standpoint, what what are your your, your two best Super Bowls matchup scenarios there? Well, I think from a business standpoint, having either the Giants or Philadelphia in the Super Bowl it would be uh, great for, for business. Uh, obviously, our liability uh, is very much tied to the Eagles. We have a little bit of liability on the Giants for the Super Bowl, and not much, but mostly it's going to be on Philly there. Uh, but I think if any of these top seeds, if all the top seeds advance, 
in this round. It, it, you can't go wrong with any of the Super Bowls that are potentially sitting out there. Um, and, you know, I'll say this. I think, you know, we've only been at this post-PASPA, right, in Jersey. Uh, this Eagles-Giants game, absent Super Bowls, this could potentially be the biggest football game that we've booked hmm. uh, since PASPA fell. That is massive. Wow. Yeah. Incredible. I, and it makes a lot yeah. of sense for sure. Mm-hmm. So then how about some look ahead lines here? If we get the chalk to prevail this weekend in the NFC, what would you make the Niners uh, playing at Philadelphia? What is that number in your head? I would make it a pick. Uh, you know, I have the Niners rated slightly ahead of the Eagles at this point, but uh you know, the home field advantage, there definitely would be uh, one for Philadelphia there. Uh, but, yeah, I would make that game a pick em. Okay. And, and, but you would anticipate money coming in on Philly then, right, based on where you're at? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. For us, I, I would absolutely anticipate that. Yeah. Okay. What do you make on a neutral AFC title game if we get that game in Atlanta between the Chiefs and the Bills? Uh, I would actually make the Chiefs a one-point favorite in that to open Oh, you would? Okay. Even though the Bills were favored at KC earlier this yeah. season. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually have Chiefs slightly uh, above the Bills right now in my power rating. So, yeah, I, I, on a neutral, I put Chiefs as a point favorite. Okay. And what? then yeah. well, one more. What do you mm-hmm. make KC at home to the Bengals? Yeah. Uh, KC at home to the Bengals. I've made Kansas City five and a half. Okay. Uh, Interesting. You, you briefly mentioned it. In all your years doing this, uh, what could what can you compare the teaser liability to that you're going to face on Saturday? It sets up beautifully with the one seeds at home and how it works out in the right in that sweet spot. Yeah, that's a great question, Paulie. I, there's not a scenario that I can really recall, especially you know being in a playoff where where there's only four games like this and um, and the standalones on Saturday. So it's. It, it's tough to even think that there would be one that would be comparable since we've been doing this in Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, did you get early sharp money on the bills um, when it was, you know, the opener on Sunday night, probably like around four, four and a half. Were you moving along with the market? How did that uh, yeah. number shape to this point for you? Yeah, we opened, we opened the bills four. now they're currently sitting five and a half and, yeah, there was uh, early money on the Bills there, and I think a lot of that really comes down to the state of the offensive line for the Bengals. Um, now, obviously, we saw Cincinnati advance to the Super Bowl last year with a very questionable offensive line, but uh, losing three key pieces uh, when you're going into Buffalo, that's, that's a big blow to that Bengals team. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I think people were probably taking Buffalo – uh, and and laying the points there early on, and now you've seen uh, mostly five and a half here. There there are some sixes out there actually. Yeah, I was going to say, Thomas, do you anticipate that number going to six at the Borgata? Uh, we'll we'll see. I, again, I think the way we're sitting right now, I think five and a half is the right number for us. So I, I don't see us getting to six, especially today, um, unless we start uh, seeing a lot more Buffalo money come in. Awesome spot today, Thomas. Thanks yes. so much for the time. Enjoy the weekend. All right. Thank you, guys. Enjoy the games. Yep, you too. you too. There you go. Thomas Gable, he is the race and sportsbook director at the Borgata in Atlantic City. If you're in that part of the country, go and visit him this weekend. Uh, that would be a madhouse to watch the Eagles and Giants game Jeez. there. That would be so much fun.
Yeah. The yeah. Family, family comes in. 5,000, 5,000 over the top. What'd you guys 000. do this weekend? Well, yeah. you know, I took Timmy to the uh, Borgata and uh, yeah. Shelly, she put 5,000 on uh, Eagles to win the Super Bowl. Then Timmy went up there and put five dimes. And then, you know, I had to, I had four, I had four stacks of high society in my backpack. So I said, yeah, got 50 dimes on the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. A lot of this is how these teams look, too. Because I, I tweeted it out. I love Cincinnati after the Bills. Uh, almost blew that big lead against Miami and what I watched on Monday night, and then they looked pathetic on Sunday night, fortunate to win the game, and another lineman goes down. Yeah. So also, does somebody win because of an injury? Is, is there a massive injury? Uh, someone win and, on the uh, using four turnovers to their advantage, something crazy. But interesting that he would make Kansas City five and a half against Cincinnati, and Kansas City favored. Yeah. Uh, against Buffalo on a neutral. Yeah, how about and, that? And you mentioned what happened the first meeting. And we talk about that all the time here on this show and in the network. What is a player worth to the point spread? And typically an offensive lineman, one, will not be worth anything. But when you have cluster injuries That's like right. this, yeah. it's now three guys. And then it, it, it was floated out there that Kappa could actually come back and potentially play for the Bengals. It, would it stabilize or would it come back to the Bengals at that point? Maybe it would by like a half a point. But you're seeing now when you have three guys go down and sharp money, respected money, kind of rushing to bet the bills at minus four, four and a half, based on three guys being out that that's yeah. huge man at one position like that when you're down to and we saw it last week against, against the ravens it was not pretty for the bengals you know when saw Jordan williams went down can't run the ball anyways yeah i know when they were healthy yep right up next he has crushed his last six playoff games and he's staring at one of the weakest defenses in the league at covering his position Wait until you hear his incredible numbers next on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team that cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Dirk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Dirk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? The whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? 
Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Get a $10 free bet when you sign up for First Bet, VEASAN's preferred horse racing app. Use the code HORSE200 for the $10, plus get 100% match on the first deposit, up to $200. Wagering on more than 300 tracks, AI-assisted picks, First Bet app, easiest way to bet on your favorite sport. Secure payments, great customer service, reliable website. Details at VEASAN.com slash horses. Sign up now. Great spot from Thomas Gable in the previous segment. From the Borgata in Atlantic City. Five times as much money on the Eagles-Giants game right now than any other game in the divisional round. And you have this, by the way, in the other Saturday game. Travis Kelsey, his last six playoff games, Paulie, going back. Ten catches, 95 yards, a touchdown. Eight for 96 and a touchdown. Five for a buck eight in a touchdown. Ten for 133. Thirteen for a buck 18 and two scores and eight for 109 and a touchdown. He's absolutely destroying defenses in the playoffs. Uh, those numbers are incredible. I mean, he's the best tight end in football. The first time he played Jacksonville this year in the regular season, it was 6 for 81 and one touchdown. 54 catches are the most in any six-game span in playoff history, and the Jacksonville defense allowed the third most yards and yards per catch to the tight end this year. His props yes. up at DraftKings... 79 and a half yards and six and a half catches. And how about this? Terrific job at the DK book offering a race to a certain amount of yards <laughs> and the race to 20 receiving yards in this specific game. Kelsey is plus 330. He is the shortest shot on the board. Christian Kirk is plus 650. Juju is 7 to 1. Then Zay Jones plus 850. But if the Chiefs get the ball to begin the game, don't you have to like Kelsey first to 20 yards plus plus 330? Because Mahomes is going to go to him a lot in this game. Does every every single weekend. Mike Palm, VP of Circa here, made an interesting comment about how why isn't Andy Reid in the coach of the year discussion? You lose Tyreek Hill. Everyone loaded up in that division. We were told and many thought it was one of the best divisions we've ever seen. Peter King's covered the league for 40 years. He said it on this very show. Yeah. They still get the one seed and win the division after losing their top weapon. 
And I know it makes life easier when you have Mahomes, but you go out and win 14 games? And this, it, it, I know. I know how much credit he deserves, but certainly I thought that was an interesting uh, I think the, I think the had. reason why people look at Reed and say, ah, eh, there are better, better candidates, it's because he has Mahomes. Yeah. Fair or unfair, that's like, uh, you know, Kobe Bryant won one MVP. He dominates in the division. That goes back to Alex Smith, though. I mean, this, I this guy has owned the division mm-hmm. since he's come to Kansas City. Uh, Pat, again, Pat at home in the playoffs, 26 to 3, touchdown INT ratio. Ridiculous uh, how good he's been. You want to take a little Kelsey to lead the league in receiving yards this weekend, 7 to 1? I know that's a short shot, but only Chase has uh, shorter odds at plus 380. But Kelsey, the way that he's going and getting this matchup now on defense. The Buffalo game could be crazy. I would look for someone in that Buffalo game. Especially, uh, could could yeah. have some uh, you know pretty cold weather there. Well, it's supposed to snow, but that's yeah. Uh, yeah maybe, but, maybe get some ice on the field too, which could be tricky, obviously, with the uh, footing. Um, that's a good thought. I mean, if you want to take a shot, yeah, uh, seven, ten, eight to one, whatever's out yeah. there. I would uh, also Kelsey, be a- yeah, and maybe, and maybe the guys in remember, remember Philly did whatever they wanted in that first meeting in New York too. So you got a couple candidates uh, with Brown and Smith. Yeah, I, I mean, having said that, I would be a little hesitant to play him based on the odds, but also the game flow again. Because if they get up by a couple of scores here, it could be a little bit more of a Pacheco mm-hmm. on the ground and uh, the Chiefs taking a little bit easy and saving more of their game for the AFC title game if they're in control of that contest. You know what I'm saying? They don't. I don't know if they want to break out the ring around the rosy against Jacksonville <laughs> with maybe yeah. the Bills on deck, deck on a neutral. Yeah. 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 Number one in the league. Remember we talked about Monday night how bad Tampa's been? 0 for 23 on third and 10 plus. Kansas City's number one, third and 10 plus. The guy's a cheat code in a video game. Yeah. How good Mahomes is and what he does. But as you said earlier, the concerns about Jacksonville's pass defense, how good this guy is, number one in all these key categories with offense, how good they are on third down, third and long, everything. And oh, by the way, I have a young quarterback who turns it over. Yep. He hadn't, he hadn't turned it over since November, but uh, the, the four interceptions, I mean, if that happens again, school will be out. I'll give you another one here. Brought up by our uh, outstanding producer, Dustin. How about Danny, uh, I always, Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones, whatever. How about under his longest completion? It's in the uh, low to mid-30s. He's only cracked yeah. that number like six times on the year. They don't really have game breakers that wide out anyway. And on top of that, the Eagles have an outstanding secondary where they don't allow much in the passing game. Hence, you know, Charchian, our buddy, came on the show yesterday. Great breakdown. He had an awesome breakdown. And look at that. I mean, that was 224 at one point. Now Danny Jones, with the passing yards, is down to 216 and a half. Longest completion, 33 and a half. I think, I think that's probably a good bet to the under. Okay. I'll go along with that. Yeah. And I think it's a prisoner of the moment with what happened Sunday against a terrible, the Donatel gone now. That, that finally happened. Yeah. Uh, D.C. fired. Horrible scheme and a horrible Minnesota defense that he had his way with. Well, and that's why, I mean, we talk about this pretty much every week during the regular season. It's a week-to-week league. You, I mean, people have been preaching this forever. You can't remember what you saw last week. And we have two teams playing this weekend, both out of the NFC East, that looked really, really good a week ago. One would be the Giants, Paulie, and you just said it. The, the Vikings defense was a total mess the entire year, specifically down the stretch. And that was one of the best games Jones has ever played. Barkley looked terrific. The, de- the defense was terrible. I-, I don't think you can really you know, make bets in this game 
based on what you saw last week, and another one would be the Cowboys. Looked totally awesome agree. against the Buccaneers. Yes. And the Buccaneers were a dead team pretty much the entire year. We said it over and over and over yeah. again. They, they probably should have been a three- or a four-win team. With a bad offensive coordinator and a quarterback who looks like he's got a foot out the door and it, it, under 500 in a bad division, and we're giving Dallas a lot of credit for winning that game, which I think it, we're going overboard. And now you're taking on the hottest team in football that's won 11 in a row. And if Purdy doesn't make mistakes, I don't think they're slowing down San Francisco. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I don't see it. And I, I can't get the Eagle game out of my head, but you couldn't slow down Minshew when what the, what the Saints did the following week on the road and how bad that defense played down the stretch, blowing a 17-point lead to Jacksonville and, and, and almost losing that home. Should have lost at home to Houston as well. So I just I don't think it's coming. I think this is absolutely absurd and ridiculous to say, well, Purdy's going to have a bad game. It, when you have a great coaching staff and a great roster like that, and he can just manage the game and, and how you put together the game plan, it's easy for him. Yeah. And plus how, how uh, mature he is. Now, he looks like he's 16, but every guy in that locker room and on the offense has said how he commands the huddle, controls it, the room, and, and he's, he's a leader. And, but to, yeah. to, to have seven games in a row with at least two touchdowns and what he did last week, which, okay, does he get credit for the yak? No. But just use it to your advantage then. You know, don't forget what Kyle Shanahan did as the offensive coordinator in Washington, RG3's rookie year. I mean, Robert Griffin was doing stuff I don't think I've ever seen before at the quarterback position. It was incredible to watch him play. Shanahan was the OC there. Oh, by the way, when you look at Matt Ryan's career, the one season that was a true outlier, right, was his MVP year. Yes, they blew the Super Bowl. But that season from week one until, this, until that 28-3 lead, right. Shanahan, the OC, and Matt Ryan played better than he ever has in his entire life. So this guy is a like quarterback whisperer, and you can't be surprised by, by what Purdy is doing. I think the number's way too low. I think everything points to San Francisco with the schedule, with the short week, better team, four straight road games for Dallas, coaching edge to San Francisco. D- Dak has led the league in interceptions. You got the best defense in the league. They don't give up anything in the second half. Mm-hmm. I tell you what I really like, how creative DraftKings is with some of these uh, individual props that you can bet. And if you click on the head-to-head props when you're looking at the NFL stuff on their uh, app or their website, you can, like I'll use that game as, a, as an example here. Dak Prescott, he's favored by 10.5. You can bet the head-to-head here. Prescott versus Purdy. Prescott is laying 10.5 passing yards, minus 115. Prescott is minus 140 on the money line to have more passing yards than, than Brock Purdy. Don't you like that? Where this could be a ground game and McCaffrey and Mitchell, if they get the lead, you don't have to go to Purdy like you did last week? Yeah, yeah. Um, You're big on that. And we were talking to a Cowboy fan yesterday that he's, he's having nightmares. You think it could be reminiscent of the Dallas Rams playoff game years ago when the Rams gashed him on the ground. Yep. And won that game at home. Give you another one. Jalen Hurts is laying 37 and a half yards in a matchup to Daniel Jones. Jalen Hurts is minus 230. Think about this as a pitching, as a uh, baseball game. Jalen Hurts to have more passing yards than Daniel Jones is minus 235. And he's laying 37 and a half yards. I don't like to lay minus 235 in baseball games. But Hurts minus 235 on the money line? We just talked about that. I mean, Jones is 216 and a half yeah. right now. Well, you got the blowout scenario, though, too. And, and Sanders ran wild in the, in the first game. So that's... You got to factor that into yeah. all this stuff. Yeah. Yep. 
That's why the great the, menu, so. Yeah. Oh, great job. Yes. Good props. All right, NFL better, handicapper, friend of the show, Adam Chernoff, with the second appearance of the week. We know that he's going to be adding some props. Find out what he likes again this weekend in the divisional round coming up next. We're ready for tomorrow. Bet Rivers is ready. The Maher prop is up. The house special. He missed an extra point Sunday. Yes, plus 250. Your go-to book. Celebrate this weekend with the divisional round parlay insurance. First touchdown insurance. Log into BetRivers.com or download the app today to get in on the action. It's a whole new game at Bet Rivers. The great Adam Chernoff joins the program now, longtime friend of the show, uh, NFL veteran handicapper and the voice of the Simple Handicap podcast. We'll do some uh, breakdowns here with player props. He was kind enough to join us on Tuesday as well as today. Good morning, sir. How are you today? Doing great. Third final football Friday of the season, so let's make it count. Let's begin with this. Did you get sucked into playing the most (laughs) obvious teaser in the history of the NFL? Uh, Of course I did, 100%. (laughs) I, how can you not play the Chiefs Eagles teaser? And I know it's it sounds a little goofy and comical, but you're still playing an advantage teaser, albeit the Chiefs Jags yeah. total a little high. It yeah, shouldn't be that high. Maybe we'll talk about the total, but yeah, you, you're looking at that. Both favorites on Saturday. Everybody's going to have it, but um, to me, it's a, a teaser you have to play whether you like it or not. Um, two far superior teams with good matchups on both sides of the ball. Uh, in that teaser on Saturday. So, yes, I did. I'm guilty of it, and I'm happy to have that ticket. Take take us through that and start with the early game tomorrow while you think the Chiefs cover as well and why it's such a tough matchup for Jacksonville, please. So, earlier on Tuesday, we had Kansas City given out. Um, if you're looking at 53 this morning as well, I think the under is going to be a bet that potentially comes in a little bit too. So, I like that under at 53 as well. A lot of bet for a divisional weekend. But um, when I'm looking at this matchup, uh, the Chiefs, they're going to have success against this Jags defense, whether it be through the air or on the ground, where I specifically think there's a little bit of an extra focus for what they want to do this week. The Jags specifically struggle against two positions more than any other team. That's running backs and tight ends. You think about just the staple of the Chiefs offense. It's Travis Kelsey. It's Jarek McKinnon. Both of them. Uh, really sort of stabilized that offense. But now Juju's coming back full 100% health. Uh, the entire team is back really off of the bye, looking to be in a really good spot. And this Jags defense, again, guys, like you look down the stretch, any time that they step up in class, they played mm-hmm. the easiest schedule of opposing offenses all season. The last six weeks of the season, when they had to face a top above average offense, Cowboys, they're putting up 34. The Lions hung 40. Uh, last week, the Chargers 31 in that first meeting against the Chiefs. It was nearly 500 yards when they're not playing backup and third string quarterbacks. It, just, it looks really, really different on the field. And so I think with all that said, uh, Chiefs and under, but then also for a prop, Jarek McKinnon rushing yards to find that at 24 and a half this morning. It's moved up a little bit. Still value. He's going to be on the field for a lot of snaps. He's going to get some runs. Uh, more so than he's maybe going to be targeted in the pass game as he usually is, and that's a too short a number there at 24 and a half. Okay, very good. Excellent breakdown. How about Saturday night? Why, why do the Eagles cover? And also a prop you like too, please. So we'll get the prop out of the way. It's Daniel Jones rushing yards, and we'll say over 44 and a half, I think is a fair number to give this morning. Um, 
not playing Josh Allen rushing yards over. That's another one in obviously the Bills game that's going to be popular. But this is the day ball angle. Last year, as well as the year prior, Allen rushing props in like high leverage games were as good as it came for as a prop bet. Like everyone was betting them every week. Everyone was doing well with them. It's kind of like the day ball staple of the offense. In these big games, he gets his QB running. What did we see last week? Daniel Jones goes for 78 yards before kneel downs. That was a spot where it was a Brian Dayball offensive game, high leverage situation in the playoffs against the Vikings team that plays a lot of zone coverage. He's still got Jones running a ton. So following suit here against the Eagles, who are a team that notoriously plays very soft and off the ball, doesn't allow a lot deep, very similar style to what Minnesota played. We're going to see a spot where there's a lot of Daniel Jones runs again under Brian Dayball. With all that said, I think this is a spot where the Giants are going to be playing comeback. I'm looking at this number at seven and a half. I don't think the reports about Hertz are nearly as bad as it is made out to be. I think the Eagles are going to have success on the ground. I think with Lane Johnson coming back and at least playing, he makes a big difference on that offensive mm -hmm. line. And the Eagles are going to have to figure out a way where they just generate a little bit of pressure up front because the Giants are going to get everything easy underneath. But that doesn't mean it's necessarily conducive to coming back if they're trailing. And we know the Eagles so good when they're playing from ahead. So I think the Eagles here undervalued. I think the Giants getting a bit too much credit for beating a really bad Vikings team. Again, we're looking at this number as the same spot we saw when it was in New York just a few weeks ago when everybody was playing within that game. Now we have the venue change. Eagles off the bye. I think we're too short here. Let's follow the money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, Adam Chernoff. You can follow him on Twitter. He's at Adam Chernoff, and his podcast is called The Simple Handicap. During the break, you told us that uh, in this Bills Bengals game, you have maybe your favorite player prop in like seven mm. or eight weeks. Can't wait to hear what it is and why you like it so much. Yeah, I was going back and looking at just the differences between what I was betting, where the number was, and this Burrow completions over prop is showing a ton of value right now at 25 and a half to the over, because I think one major thing is being talked about, but maybe not fully priced in to this completions number for him, which is right on par with where these numbers have closed for Burrow all season long. He's been a guy in the 23 and a half to 25 and a half range all season. That's what we're seeing right now again this morning. But it's what everybody's been mentioning, the offensive line for Cincinnati. They lost another starter last week in Williams. They're now going to be down three starters for this game against the Bills. Joe Burrow, second quickest release over the course of the season. But that is going to be pushed a little bit more, obviously considering another offensive line starter is down. The Bills as a defense overall tend to concede things short and underneath as is. They're pretty content doing that. But also, this is a Bills secondary that is far from 100% healthy as well. And so when you think about what Cincinnati wants to do on offense, what they're going to be forced to do because of the offensive line changes, that's going to mean a little bit quicker passing for Burrow. He's going to be getting the ball out quickly. And I think these receivers are going to do just fine against this secondary as well on these short passes. So looking at 25 and a half completions to the over, number should be closer to 30. Uh, really good bet here on Burrow over 25 and a half completion. Okay, and you like the under as well? I like the under in the game. We gave it out on Tuesday yeah. at 51, and that was maybe generous, 50 and a half widely available. But we're seeing 48 and a half now this morning. I would wait. Uh, we're probably in a situation where this is the Sunday game. People are going to see Allen versus Burrow. Yeah. Probably going to see some over money creep back in. But I, I do think the under here is decide. 
especially if some weather creeps in as well. That's kind of lingering on both sides of the game. But just given the state of the Bengals offense and how the Bills are going to approach playing this Cincinnati defense, I think the under uh, was a good look too. Adam, this game touched six at two different spots in Las Vegas yesterday. If it hits six at most shops, are you going to be intrigued by that number with, with the Bengals? Uh, I would at six. Yes. That's okay. the only way that I could look at it. I've played nothing on the side in this one. Um, so mm-hmm. I, six would twist my arm, but um, yeah, at five and a half, I'm, I'm on the sideline. And one more for people who missed it on Tuesday, the Dallas San Francisco game over. Yeah. And that's still bettable right now uh, at 46. So again, we had a little bit better of a price on Tuesday, but if you're seeing 46 this morning, still like this game over, I think the Cowboys are going to have success against the Niners secondary, which again, the last few weeks, especially last week, you go back and look at some of the highlights in that game against Seattle, the box score yeah. didn't show it, but there were receivers that were running wide open. And now I think the Cowboys, they're going to be able to take advantage of what Gino and company could not. So I think the Cowboys are able to move the ball, but I also think the 49ers um, going to have plenty of success as well, whether it be on the ground or throwing it through the air Cowboys secondary is uh, certainly beatable as well. And we did not see that on display against Tampa Bay. Well, that game was just ugly all the way around. But we did see down the stretch some very mediocre at best quarterbacks take advantage of this Cowboys secondary. Uh, that pass rush for Dallas, a little bit beat up too. And against this offensive line for the 49ers, we're just clearing up so much space. Uh, I think San Francisco is going to have no problem moving the football here as well. So at 46, uh, if you can still get that over, uh, which can this morning, that is still a good bet as well. You said it uh, to begin the segment. Sadly, we are down to three football weekends and the season is over with. Uh, but these games are Went just quickly, awesome. Didn't it? That was a quick season. Oh, man, I know. It, it seems like it always is, but this year for sure. Uh, Adam, thanks for the time as always, man. Crush it this weekend. Thanks very much, guys. Enjoy the games. Talk to you yeah. next week. Yep. No doubt about good. it. With those plays, yeah. Hope he has a monster weekend, as always, though, as well. A good point, too. He's right about uh, the Seattle game. I mean, they had success. Metcalf had the biggest output for a receiver yeah. of the week, and that fumble in the red zone changed everything. I mean, they're driving. They're going in, and then the the sack, was, I think, was Bosa, yeah. and uh, the recovery, and then they couldn't get a stop, but they were moving on them all game. Yeah, to his point about the Niners secondary, on top of that, Paul, what you just said, I heard a stat that uh, when – the target is 15 yards or more down the field. They are actually 31st in the NFL against shots taken that deep by quarterbacks. That's not good. Yeah. That's that's one of their wow. very few weaknesses across the entire team. Mm-hmm. As we roll along here on a football Friday, it's Follow the Money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah. 
it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my That's my dance, <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free... If you're looking for an edge on the games, VSIN experts have you covered. Intro offer of $9.99 to be a VSIN Pro subscriber. Every pick, every host, every guest. Betting splits, deep dive betting reports, limited time offer. VSIN.com slash subscribe. Sign up only $9.99. Become part of the team. VSIN.com slash subscribe. Also, an interesting comment that Adam made about Jacksonville's defense, which we know they struggle against the pass. And Mahomes and the Chiefs had 500 yards plus yep. in the first meeting. Uh, Baltimore had success on them uh, in that in that game that they came back to win. I don't know what that was December 4th at Detroit. That, they lost 40 to 14 in that game. I mean, that was a hell of a performance by the Lions. It also tells you how but, good Detroit is. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Dallas 34 points. Uh, Chargers. I know there were interceptions, but Chargers 30 points as well. And even go back to uh, you know Week 18. They are losing with three minutes left, and Tennessee's got the ball with yep. a quarterback they just signed off the street too. Which, you know, that wasn't the defense in that particular game, but it was. They were fortunate to win it, but they are hot. They've won six in a row and eight times outright as a dog. But certainly, uh, I could see all the signs pointing to Kansas City in this one, up to nine. Okay, so some of the head-to-head props in this game as well. 
the Etienne Pacheco head-to-head props. I, I, this stuff is great to me because Etienne mm-hmm. is favored by 15 and a half rushing yards. But just to win the battle, he's minus 205 on the money line. So what, what is a yard wow. worth? Yeah, and I mean, game flow. Game yeah, flow, huge. Sure. And Kansas City's so good defensively in the first quarter. If you're playing from behind, you're changing the game plan. So against this guy. Do you think Pacheco and Etienne can go over 127 and a half rushing yards? Is that possible? Ooh. Can they each get to... Yeah, I, okay. Yeah. They, so let's say it's, it's split, and they each get to 65. Is that doable? The, okay. o, the over on that number is plus 105. Okay. I think there might be a path there where Etienne is good anyway, and in a lo- in a 10-point loss, he might have 75 yards. But then when the Chiefs, you know, again, if they have the lead here... Pacheco's been really good down the stretch, and maybe it's just like, okay, let's let's get out of here again. Yep. End this game. Don't want to get anybody hurt. Run the football, and Pacheco's going to be the guy. It's, I don't know what they do from a, a receiver standpoint with Kansas City. Like, who goes off, right? Oh, it's going to be... You could say the same thing with uh, Jacksonville. It's Kelsey. Okay. I, uh, well, receiving. No, I'm but, sorry. Okay, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but also with Jacksonville, what do you do? Because all these, these, all these moves were criticized, but it's worked out. But who, who has a big game for Jacksonville, or at least leads them? In yards. Our buddy Paul Charchin made the case for uh, Christian Kirk mm-hmm. yesterday. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like, Lawrence was so good in the second half. Like, all three of their of his main targets ate last week. You know? It was Engram. It was Jones. It was uh, yeah. Kirk. Yeah. And I know Mahomes mixes it up and spreads it around. But that could be the same thing in the night game with the Eagles. I mean, does Sanders, do they contain Sanders? But what happens in the passing attack? And is it more we're just going to pound you on the ground and push you around with our offensive line? There's nothing you can do about it. I don't know. I mean, does A.J. Brown and Smith go off as well? Like, I mean, everyone had a big game in that Week 14 mm-hmm. meeting. It was ridiculous. Okay, oh. so who, who wins this game, though? I'm talking on the mm-hmm. ground between Sanders and Barkley. Oh, Sanders. Sanders has more? Oh, yeah. You can get plus 2.5 yards against Barkley, and on the money line, you could bet Sanders to have more rushing yards of minus 105. All this stuff is at DraftKings. Wow. I, I'm telling you right now, this stuff is going to take off and be the next big thing. Yeah. I, 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 love, I, love, I love this. I, we can't bet at DraftKings, and DraftKings is not in Nevada, but uh, I would be looking at this stuff big time if I, yep. if I could. Yep. yep. Wouldn't you take Danny Dimes against Hertz too? Knowing with the criticism that Steichen, the organization, faced... For how Are you got, talking about for rushing yards? Yes, for rushing yards. For what? how they used them against Chicago? That's a, I don't see it on the board, but I mean, that, if that one should be on the board. I guess you say if he's close to 100%, he's ready to go put him out there. But if it's, you know, it takes another big hit again. Yeah, well, and Adam just made the case, our buddy Adam Chernoff, 15 minutes ago for Danny Dimes to go over his rushing yards. Here's Brian Dable, Giants head coach, on how Jones is currently playing the quarterback position. Consistent. No, he's... He's really even-keeled, same guy every day, which you appreciate for that position. Um, hard worker, good teammate. Uh, nothing really rattles him. I think he's been through a, a lot of different things in his career, and I think he just, you know, players look to him because he is that consistent voice, um, consistent messaging, consistent player, how he practices. Uh, I think consistent is probably the best word to use. He, I'm trying to go through every possible scenario and angle here. He also had him at Alabama. Could that be a possible edge? Or it d- doesn't matter and he has so many weapons. Yeah, he just, I, yeah. I think at this point, it's a totally different ball game. They he, should be outclassed and outmanned Saturday night. Well, they should I mean, be. They're, 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 I, mean, I mean, across the board, they're better in almost every category, right. in every facet of the game. They it's really happened. are. Sorry, it's happened, I know. And I keep bringing it up, but Rex Ryan did a hell of a job 
in that 2010 game. I mean, the Patriots just destroyed the Jets on a Monday night game. And then 14-2, and one seed, they lost. And they, they struggled offensively and got beat by Sanchez. But, I mean, you beat you beat someone on in their building a month ago, and it's 48-14 to yeah. till, till the last minute? And you can't beat them at home with a trip to the conference title on the line? I just think it'd be shame on you, Philly, if you blow this game. Who, who's the better coach here? Oh, God. I mean, people are, by default, they're going to say Brian Dable because of the job he did this year. You can't really discredit Sirianni. I know they have weapons. I know they're loaded, but he's done a hell of a mm-hmm. job with Jalen Hurts to turn him into this uh, you know, MVP candidate. If you go back a couple of years ago, people would have scoffed at that idea. And now they're a machine on offense when that guy is healthy. Uh, some other core, uh, ru- I'm sorry, running back head-to-head props available at DraftKings. This will tell you how little they expect the Bills and Bengals to actually run the football. <laughs> the combined yards that you can bet on Singletary and Mixon is 88 and a half. That's the number. Wow. And then, is this low or is it my imagination? Pollard and McCaffrey combined is 112 and a half. Really? Both combined? I'm looking at it right now. Oh. 112 yeah. and a half? That seems low. And Pollard played well Monday night. And I, I mean, again, Pollard's got to be the guy to get the majority of the carries. And that's, McCaffrey I, you would not the, be surprised if McCaffrey has 100 yards. He might get that on his own. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. I am surprised that that number is so low. Right. It also helps him out with that prop standpoint that Mitchell didn't do anything in, in the last last game. Yep. But maybe it is a Mitchell game. I don't know. Uh, he, he gets more carries. But I, I'm, he has the long run right off the bat with McCaffrey. You're right. Yep. We mentioned Prescott is laying 10.5 passing yards against Brock Purdy in their matchup. You can also bet head-to-head touchdowns. Prescott minus a half a touchdown is plus 135. Do you think Prescott and Purdy combined for more than three and a half touchdown passes? That's plus 135. Yes, I think it's high scoring. I, I'm with Adam. I think it goes over. Hey, that's plus 135, yeah, that's Paul. That's a good price. Ooh, here is Mike yeah. McCarthy on what it's like this week planning for Brock Purdy. You can't get too far away from how you, you know, would you believe in your preparation? I mean, you got to trust the video that you have on him. Where I mean, we're not, you know, we're not, you know, studying, you know, college tape or anything like that. I mean, he's he's got plenty of film now, and he's played at a very high level. Um, they do a great job of, you know, their their versatility week in and week out as far as how they stress you, particularly in the shifts and motions and landmarks, the speed of it, you know. So, and he manages that very well. So, I mean, he, you know, he, he's definitely he's not a rookie anymore in our eyes. Dak is plus 280 to have 300 yards passing, and he's $1.50 to throw an interception. Mm. Purdy's $1.10. They might be, they'll get their chances. They're number one this year in takeaways. And even though Dak led the league in interceptions, they still were a top three in turnover margin, which think about that. But when you're number one in takeaways, maybe he gives you some opportunities. But unlike that Seattle game on Thursday, does uh, Dallas cash in and so hold on to the ball? You said Purdy's minus 110 to throw an INT? Yeah, that's what, yeah. So based on their odds, they're telling you that Prescott is more likely to screw up than Purdy in this game to make a mistake. Yeah. To, to have a turnover. Well, with the exception of Monday night, he'd throw what he'd thrown in eight, eight games in a row or seven games in a row. Yeah. He turned I'll, I'll tell you in two different games, the quarterback more likely to screw it up on Sunday is Brock Purdy or Josh Allen? Josh Allen. Absolutely. I've watched it the whole year. I have to throw out history and, and, and how good he's been. He's done it the whole year. He has 16 interceptions. He has seven games where he's had multiple turnovers. 
that's just the fumbles are ridiculous. So it, that, that the fumbles should, can the interceptions are one thing. You can blame John Brown running the wrong route, yeah, whatever. For sure. You can't fumble the ball. Yeah. You run into the sideline. Out it goes. You can't. Oh, sack, fumble, six the other way. I'm sorry, that's way too many. Crazy. That's absolutely. That's come on. Unacceptable. But it shows how good they are. That again, Colts got awful. Houston got awful. Most turnovers. They were third, but they had the third most turnovers in the league. Yeah. I actually, I wonder. The, the team that has gone on to win the Super Bowl with the most turnovers ever in a year and where they would rank that individual season. Because the Bills' third most in the entire league winning the Super Bowl, that has to rank right up there, mm-hmm. right? To get away with it for an entire year, then win a championship on top of it, that's not, that's not that easy to do. Yeah, I'm, I'm shocked. Look at Kansas City, minus three for the season, yeah. and, um, and you get the one seat. We will discuss that game coming up next, Chiefs and Jags. Seren Petro is a radio host in Kansas City. He's going to join the show. What part of Jacksonville's game concerns KC the most? We'll ask him coming up on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 